Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Brent. I'm Jeremy. And together we are The Cap Show, the Canadian-American Perspective Podcast Show. You can catch us every every Sunday live at 2 p.m. Mountain Time on Brime. That's brime.tv slash The Cap Show. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the conflict in Europe, or um, sorry, in Ukraine and Russia, and our thoughts and kind of theories, some opinions, and you know, some maybe theories that we've we've come across. Um, so, without further ado, let's get into it. Right on, on, man. And it's been a it's been a busy week. Bit been busy. A, it's been a crazy week. Yeah. Um, absolutely insane i mean seeing all this going on is and uh it's been chaotic yeah that's for sure Dude. i've seen i've seen it's some hard. videos that i don't think should be out there but they're there and and i think uh i don't know there's there's a lot of different things going on yeah there's a lot to unpack um what are your thoughts what what do you, what do you, right off the bat, like, um, what do you see, like, from your side? Then let's start off on the news. Why not? Yeah, on the because news. Uh, so I, I haven't really been dialed into the news and stuck my head in all of it. And there's a reason I do that. A part of the reason I do that is because I don't want to, I've seen how one sided the news media can be. And I don't want to be a part of, of that voice, if you will, um, that says, oh, well, this is what's going on and that's what's going on. So I, I kind of comb through different articles. I look at different videos. I read different, I look at different, uh, different things. Um, some of my references I have today range from YouTube to NBC to Al Jazeera to uh, Reuters, kind of all over the place. Perfect. So, a wide spectrum. Yeah, I don't like to. I don't like to pigeonhole myself into one. CNN will sit and spin the spin the story one way, while Fox News will turn around and spin it in another way, and neither one of them will be telling the absolute truth. That's yeah. the problems I have with it. Yep. Um, the truth you're not going to hear. Uh, and many truths are not going to be made public. So, uh, however, there is one story that came out that I am going to raise my glass to after you watch this. And there's a reason I'm going to do that because this is the epitome of, uh, one country telling another country to piss off. Um, fuck you. I'm not going to bend to your will. Um, in our pre-show and our in our preparation that Brent and I do, um, I didn't even show him this. I didn't even tell him I was going to show it. But I think uh, we nope. we've both That's... we've both kind of heard about it. Uh, so yes. With that, I have an idea. I'm going to play this. <laughs> uh, we do not have audio. You don't? No. 
How about now? No, sir. No? Okay. All right. So it's all it's all subtitled anyway, so read it. Yep. Okay, so the Russian warship basically is threatening them. They're on this island and saying that uh, you're going to be hit if you don't lay down your arms and surrender. Well, this is it. Should I tell him to go fuck himself? This is from the people on the island. Regardless of how you look at it, I think those are... um... That is a sufficient action to take. It is. Just in case. Press some worship. Go fuck yourself. Yep. Oh. That's a mic drop moment right there. That shit that, is funny. Cheers to those Definitely. men and women. Absolutely. That that is some. Hmm. Sorry. Yeah, when I seen that, I went, "Yep, that um, sounds about right." Yeah, that was uh, that was that was pretty balling. That was. Um, I was uh, very very happy to see that. <clears throat> there's too many. There's so many things going on. Um, I did see a, I saw a video, um, for those of you guys who don't know, I'm a metalhead. I'm, I'm really into metal music. And one of my bands, one of my favorite bands right now is Ginger. Well, Ginger is Ukrainian. They're out of the Ukraine and they're actually in Kiev right now. Uh, they're kind of stuck there. The whole band is. Um, they've been on a world tour. They were at home with their families when all this shit went down. Um, Eugene, the bassist who's one of the baddest fucking bassists I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, he's awesome. We'll, we'll do a show on music one day, and okay. I, I'll let you guys appreciate some of that. Sounds good. They uh, they basically said that they're, they're home safe, but they need, they're safe for now, but they need to get the word out to the world of what's going on. Um, and it, 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 it was kind of, it was kind of, heartbreaking that I, I couldn't even what he said just didn't really sink in too well for me um, because I'm just, I'm still beside myself trying to understand what the fuck is going on and why this is happening. I just, I just, I, I, I don't understand it. Uh, I don't think anybody truly can right now. No, I think you're right. Um, but the thing is, is it's just, it's, it's, um, let me see if you guys can, you'll be able to see it, but I don't know if you, hello, the whole world. I'm speaking to yes. you. 
from Kiev, the capital of Ukraine, which is now under the siege of the Russian troops. It's five o'clock in the afternoon, Saturday. First of all, all members of Ginger who are currently in Kiev are relatively safe and okay as much as it is possible during these dark days. Secondly, we appreciate all our fans worldwide for showing the solidarity with us and our country for opposing the barbarism of war which was started by Putin here in Ukraine on the 24th of February. I would like to speak to all the people of the civilized world, all our fans, all music fans, all metalheads, worldwide, no matter where you're from, especially if, if you're from Russia. This war cannot be justified by anything, no matter what propaganda says. No one deserves what we're going through now here in Ukraine. The innocent people of Ukraine are suffering. I'm not talking about politicians. I'm not talking about our government. The innocent people of our country are suffering exactly this moment. All the inhabitants, all, all the people of Kyiv are spending their days and nights in the shelters and basements. Children are spending their days and nights in the shelters. They are scared. They don't have proper food. They don't have enough water. They don't have any comfort. Do they deserve this? I bet no. Please spread the word about Putin's aggression. Together, we can stop this. So <clears throat> I thought it was important to kind of share that from a perspective of someone who um, who was in the middle of it. Who um, is very actually famous. Ginger is world renowned now, and they. Um, I like the fact that he doesn't show that they're just kind of disappeared and not really getting involved in anything, but they're right there in the middle. of it. Yes. Yeah. No, it's, um, I've been seeing tons of videos from, from, from Ukraine and, you know, it's, it's sad to see. I, I, I think he's right. Or, uh, you know, that it can't be justified. From all the evidence, I mean, why now? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a, it's a great point. You know, why now? What, um, I can't even begin to try to piece together exactly why. 
I, I know that on the internet and, and on in media, they've talked about, well, these are the reasons why. Okay, sure. You know, we can talk about these are the proposed or supposed reasons as to why this happened, right? But in actuality, there's more to it than that. There always is. Uh, take take the 1930s, Hitler. You know, when he moved in, everything he did was for the people, and he tried to bolster everything, and then it it kind of cascaded into what we all know as the Holocaust and, and World War II and probably some of the worst atrocities this planet has ever seen committed yeah. against millions of people. Um, what scares me about this is, and, and why it varies so different from what I've seen in World War II and what we experienced then, now we have nuclear capabilities. Um, I read that uh, Putin has put his, uh, his nuclear missile sites on full alert. Um, due to the fact that Europe is cutting him off of everything. If it comes down to a, if, if nukes start passing in the air, this entire planet is done. If we go into a nuclear war, this entire planet is done. We're fucked. And there's absolutely nothing you or I can do about it. Nope. That's, that's the grim truth about it. It's uh, it's terrible. It's absolutely it is, terrible. It is. Um, the only thing that I can hope is if they do decide to shoot, if they shoot any missiles, right? Um, depending on their destination, they may not actually make the target. So we do yeah. have missile shields over the U.S., and uh, Canada. We have a missile shield over Europe. There's also a missile shield over um, Israel. Um, now, granted, they are limited. Everything is limited in this, in this world. Everything is limited. Oh, there's no way around that. No. Um. But yeah, that it's it, it, it it's a shitty situation. Uh, I, my heart goes out to all those people over there that are they've done nothing wrong. They've done nothing no. to warrant this. It's all because some madman has decided he's going to see how big his dick is. Some shit. I don't fucking know. I really yeah. don't know. Uh it's it's a tough call. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. was a KGB agent, right? And now he's running the entire nation. Yeah. Well, hey, there, there's a stark contrast for you. AGB, running a nation, ex-drama teacher, trying to run a nation into a fucking ground. <laughs> oh. He's still more qualified than our fucking leader. That's not fortunately. I'm that's, that may be true, but I'm it, it's sad, you know. 
you know, I've heard lots of theories um, about why it's happening. You know, and 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 nobody knows what to believe. No, they don't. They don't. Right. And yeah, Sorry, you know, for, so you look at it from the Ukrainian side, right? He's been he's he, he he wants he wants the old Soviet back, right? And that's what, if you look at media and everything, that's what they're all touting. He wants it back the way it was. Um, before the breakup. And he said that too. Right? With Crimea. Okay. But that kind of brings me into another point section we were talking about before. And I showed you the article. Yep. About the water when they cut Crimea off after he took it over. Yep. Now, I was reading that there was about seven. So you can show that. Yeah. Let me uh take it away, dude. Let me pull this up here. We want this one and where are we? There we are. So this was February 26th. Russia troops destroy destroy Ukraine dam that blocked water to Crimea. And the reason being right here. 85% of the peninsula needs it. Like, where did it go here? Uh, is this the one? So, to me, this would have been one of the main reasons why. Yep. Because granted, yes, him taking it over. Sure. Regardless whether it was legit or not. Why are you subjecting over 2 million people to drought? If you wanted them to be part of your, your circle, right? You didn't want them, and they were still a part, you'd be supplying the water to them. I could understand, like I say, stepping out on looking at it from the opposite side, why he would do something like that. Now, I'm not saying that's why he did it. I'm not saying it's even justified. But I could see why. Because um, I wouldn't want my people suffering. But then again, you look at the rest of Russia and it doesn't fucking matter. That theory goes out the window. But it's the irrigation for the crops. And, you know, I don't know if I can find it here. Give me one second. I had it pulled up earlier. Um, he's been stockpiling gold for decades. Raw gold. Yep. Okay. Now, the amount, where is it? I'm sorry. Here we are. Nope. I'll have to find it after. I'm sorry. Um, the, the sanctions are all well and good. But 
unless they're fully kicking him out of Swift, it's not going to do anything. You know, there's a theory that... <clears throat> uh, I'll get into that later, about the uh, the whole gold and why he's he's hoarding gold, right? Is that is that in part time, why is that is that part of uh your your uh theory that you were we were talking about with uh Bitcoin? Well, with the entire uh financial district around yeah. the world. Yeah. Yes. Okay, and, um, and what the Roth Rothschild company? So okay, here's the thing. Go right into it. D during a pandemic, okay. Um and I can't remember who said it. I can't, oh, I, I don't even want to speculate because I want to find the video for you. Um, I'll have to do that after, though. <laughs> Basically, so I once heard somebody quite famous say, never let a good pandemic go to waste. The same as never let a good war go to waste because the only time companies are making money is when there are problems. Right? Generally, yes. Conflicts. That's around the world. You know, it's funny because people don't realize how integrated it is. Right? People are saying, cutting him off right now, Putin, right? It's going to devastate him. Well, guess what? He's still supplying gas to Poland and what? I think it's, is he not 70% he supplies to them? uh russia does yes yeah yeah they, now, they supply a large amount to uh europe i think it's anywhere from 70 70 to 85 percent now let me just double check here because if uh okay so uh, now it's fine, like, and this is why I say, unless they cut him fully off a of Swift, it means nothing. Yep. Um, here, let me just show you window right here. According to the financial minister, Russian gas, okay, initial plans, 53 by 2021, totaling 91 trillion rubles, $119 billion. In October alone, revenues were a 1.1 trillion day per you know it's day. funny because because with the with the gas and oil that was one of the things that uh it was it was pushed and told to germany uh that they needed to think about more independence and move away from these sorts of things and what they did is they actually instead of doing that they did the opposite and they went around and they shut down some of their nuclear power plants because they were getting they're getting all this energy from russia and so they're like oh yeah well we don't need to deal with yep. this and and it's like um i don't know you know it's it's always been in my mind uh that the bottom goal or the, the main goal of a a country is to become self-sufficient self-sustaining that way you don't rely on anyone else. You can kind of do what you need to do, right? Yep. Without without being a total asshole and, and trying to kick everybody's ass just because you can. 
Yes. Or you think you can. Yes. Which we'll get more into that as we as we progress, because there's something I want to point out about um, someone thinking they can kick somebody's ass and somebody actually showing that they can kick somebody's ass. We'll get into that. You, you mean the War of 1812? Nope, I'm talking about this one. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. Well, that one too, but... That one too, yeah. It'll... I'm talking about this one. It is what it is. So, yeah, it's it's stuff like that. When, when I When I read stuff like that, it makes me go, hmm. And to me, that is the whole point of me showing you guys all of this different sides, not just what is because I can sit here and show you, you know, global here, CNN, Fox, MSNBC. I can show them all and they're all going to do the same narrative. Right. A little bit of different wording. Nobody questions anything about it. Like. <clears throat> Okay, so Zelensky staying there, pretty badass. Yes. If that is true. If they are under siege and in Kiev and he's there, that's badass. My, my concern with that is, from what I see on TV, because they're claiming they're, that Russia's in there and taking over, right? But just last night on CNN, I was watching a gentleman and for it was probably about 15 minutes it was the same background and nothing had changed and not saying i'm saying that's a great thing that means there's nothing going on there right generally but you would think that if 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 they're if they're live in these places and they're being taken over why are they allowing the journalists to be there that would be my biggest question. Well, you know, I mean, we've had, to be fair, we've had journalists in, in wars and conflicts for decades. Yes. And they get treated differently True. because they're just reporting what they see. Now, granted, we, we as in the U.S., we have manipulated them in the past and made them think that we were doing something that we weren't or that we, we, we weren't doing something that we were. Yes. So we've used the media to our own. Yeah. Um, Sorry. You cut out there for a second. Oh, let me get the mic closer. So, I mean, we've had, we've used the media, you know, to our advantage many times. And I mean, hell since the 1950s, 1960s, uh, we've had the CIA involved in yes. news media all around the U.S. Yeah. So yeah, and, uh, and, yeah, and that 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 to a normal person, I don't know what that looks like. To somebody that thinks outside the box, that doesn't exactly seem ethical. Or not ethical, but psychological operations is a it's a thing known to all oh. everyone. <laughs> really, definitely, definitely. Um, right. I mean, the pro I think people's uh, cognitive dissidence, though, uh, kind of prevents them from being able to critically think and see a lot of it. 
right? Because look at the world we're in right now. Everything that we do is, or that we see, are in little bits, right? Seven to 30 second clips. That's that's where everybody gets their news from. It's little sound bites. It's this, it's that. Yeah. So nobody actually wants to take the time to do their own investigating. And I'm not saying research because that that term over the last few years has really gotten way skewed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It, it it's you know, go do your research. Okay. So I go do my research like I would say in college, right? Which would be go you, you review your papers, you do all that. That's your research. Well, to people nowadays, research is you're actually going and get, getting your degree so that you can go study all these things properly. Well, that, 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 no, that's getting your degree. There's different types of research. Yep. You can't lump them all into one. That's true. That's true. Good point. Right. So that, that, sorry, that just kind of one of those things that annoys me. <laughs> there's a, there's a lot that annoys me. There's a lot that annoys me too. So I, I'm with you on that. <laughs> I'm you totally know. with you on that. So, like, as I mean, as far as what's happening there right now, I don't foresee. Truthfully, I don't foresee nukes being coming into play. I, 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 I really, really, truly don't. Um, I don't either. I, I've seen, I've seen Chad, and I don't want to pull it up because it's. One, it's a pain in the ass to find again. Um, and two, it's kind of irrelevant because you know, I've seen different videos of oh, this is this is the plans, this is what's gonna happen. You know, they're saying, Oh, March 4th, this is gonna happen, and then this is gonna happen here, here, and here. Without any evidence, I I call it shit. Yeah. Well, for right? what you see it. That's exactly it. But that does drag you down. So, I mean, if we cover it from the Ukraine side, right, they've, they say they've wanted to be part of NATO. So we'll pull it back to that. Okay. So they said they've wanted to be part of NATO. But the problem with that is, is being so close to Russia and compromising them, which we're in the state we're in now. Right. Russia wants a buffer. You can look at it from his side. He wants a buffer zone between NATO and the countries because he's afraid of them trying to take him over. Now, wh why would that be? There's a fuck ton of gas there. Not that's a theory. Not saying mm, by that's any actually a fact. I mean, the, the gas part is a fact. Yes, but the, the gas part is a fact. That's right? why they would roll in. Yeah, I agree. But this is it's one of those things. There's no concrete evidence. Therefore, it's a theory. Right? Question is, where does the, con the, the evidence come from? Because unless somebody can cite evidence of it and where it comes from, I'm still skeptical. Yes. Right? And I think everybody should be. So, <clears throat> when, I, when you look at Ukraine, I mean... They've been fighting over that region of Donbass for what eight eight plus years now, and I I remember hearing now this is 
probably about six years ago, seven years ago, that, and like I say, this is only something that I, and I can vaguely recall, so don't quote me. I don't recall 100%. This could be not true at all. But that there were, they called them a Nazi group of Ukrainians that were going after the Russian people in Dubosk because they were uh, a separatist, right? They were, they were separate. They didn't want to be part of Russia, but Russia wanted them and vice versa. So they, the Ukraine, that, that was the theory that the Ukrainian people there were targeting these Russians because they didn't like them. I haven't been able to substantiate any of that. Um, mm. If I can, I'll definitely post it on Twitter, at least so that we can, if that is the case, and if I can find something that refutes that, we will put that up there as well. Because, like I say, it's a theory. It's, it's what I've, what, something that I heard years ago. So, and I can see why, obviously, with his aggression, why they'd want to be part of NATO. Right? You want that, that security. Um, why? That brings us back to the why now. Right? There's no answers for it. There, there, there's, I haven't seen any reasoning why now. I'd love, I'd love to hear somebody's kind of analysis of why now, because I think everybody deserves it, right? What caused it? Putin says it was NATO's kind of move in, right, with them setting up. Um, that could have been the tipping point, because he, I know he's warned for years. Yeah, there's some and there's some people out there I've I've heard talk and 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 seen discussions on where they they bring up, well, you know, Putin didn't want them to become part of NATO because, you know, North Atlantic Treaty Organization, which is comprised of a whole bunch of countries. I mean, I could run down the list if you want me to, but I'm not going to I mean, search that for yourself, NATO.int, and you'll find that out there. Um, but it. That's not the case. So it, at one time it was discussed, um, but that was shelved back in 2010 uh, and hasn't been brought up since because the Ukraine has valued its independence from all other possible entities. When you join NATO, there are, I want to say, requirements and uh, expectations that you're part of that. Um, both financial, militarily, um, logistically, you know, th those are all, those are all things out there. You know, the U S and Canada are, are part of that. Um, and that's, that's, that's what we do. It's, you know, cause we're all part of, part of the Atlantic. Well, Pacific and Atlantic for us and you guys, yes. um, but, but still, um, Major players, major players in that. Um, Definitely. Yeah, so that, that's been one thing that was discussed. 
Um, I can say that I do not believe that is true. I do not think that is even close to what it is. It could be more of a buffer as you were as you were referring to, um, because that still leaves you know because Belarus is there and and Belarus is actually getting getting pounded on because they allowed uh, Russian forces to come in through their country, and now they're yeah. actually showing protests throughout Belarus. Or people are going, what the fuck? Why did you guys do this? Why did you allow this to happen? Um, but I am seeing, uh, I don't know if you've seen this, but there is a, there's an update that came out and the Ukraine has um, uh, decided that they would, and, and they've agreed to talk to Russia in Belarus on the, on the Ukrainian and Belarus line to have peace talks. I heard that this morning. That's it. Yeah. I mean, that's good. It. I mean, if it can be, if it can be dealt with and I, and honestly, I think it will be, um, I just have a good feeling about it. I'm not sure how I feel about it, to be honest with you, because because we don't know where Putin's mindset is. Um, so as I was telling Brent before the show, um, and many of you know, some of you know that I work, I work for uh, the U.S. government. I work in the Department of Defense for the U.S. government is what I do in my regular job. Um, and I have specifically stayed away from certain, um, certain reports and certain uh, information um, areas so that I can maintain, um, so I can get my view from what you guys see out on the internet, not be tainted by something else that may be happening that no one else has access to. I don't want to do that. I don't even want to think about that. Um, plus, you know, there's, there's this thing called need to know, and I don't really need to know, so I'm not going to go looking for it. Um, sometimes it's better off. Sometimes you're better off, but... Um, my point is, uh, the, what you're hearing me say is Jeremy's feelings and Jeremy's thoughts based on what I've read, the people I've talked to, the discussions Brent and I have had, discussions that we've had on the Brime Discord, uh, which we actually have an entire thread, um, set up for the latest updates on, on the Ukraine and, and whatnot. Yeah, I gotta um, apologize to Zach and them and you. <clears throat> I'm not nearly as active as I need to be over there. No, you're you're perfectly fine, dude. Um, I know you got you got a lot of things going on. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah. but I, you know, we've I I've kept a very close eye on. We've got a large Russian community in Brime, and we love our Russian counterparts. And I, I everyone from around the world that is part of Brime and a part of what this platform is has been wonderful. Um, sadly, I have seen some people leave um, because of it. I don't know if it's a difference of opinion or if it's uh, pressure from somewhere else. I don't know. I can only speculate. I'm not going to speculate. Um, but we've wished them well and, and told them they can come back if they wish to. They're always welcome. Um, we, we, we love to hear back from our community here as well. If you guys like what we're talking about, please, uh, please let us know. You can, you can hit us up on Twitter. 
and you can hit us up via email and chat with us. Um, if you got topic ideas that you want to talk about, please, by all means, yes, shoot those over Definitely. to us as well. We're always uh, we're always ready to tackle a new challenge. And this Absolutely. week is this week is particularly challenging because there's so many different aspects we can get into. Um, yes. Uh, there's so many different things that we can get into. You know, I showed you the, the video at the start. Um, there's, uh, I, I'm actually sitting here looking at a, uh, a NBC News article where they're talking about the uh, unprecedented steps. And they've actually, I did read where um, they, they've, in, they've pushed the sanctions so high onto Russia that not even private and commercial airlines are allowed to land outside of Russia now. Wow. Um, which sucks for all those yeah. people that are trying to get out uh, of Russia. But uh, at the same time, from a, uh, from a strategic and a tactical mind, I, it makes sense. Yes. Definitely. Right. And and then there's there's the other report. I think I mentioned it a little bit ago where Putin has put his nuclear forces on alert. All right. Yeah. So before everybody loses their mind over this, I want to remind you the Cold War was all forces in Russia and the United States and other nuclear powers were always on high alert. And I can tell you they've always been on high alert. They still haven't come off of it. Because you never know when a threat's going to hit you. You always have to be ready. In the military, we train to always be ready. You train to fight. And you, and you train how you're going to fight. So, if you're on a high alert, for a training, you're on high alert for real world. Way it goes. Yeah. I tell everybody, you know, my kids, are, my kids are terrified. My youngest daughter, who's about to turn 21 here in just a couple of days, uh, came to me on Friday and said, Dad, I am, I am terrified that this is going to be World War III. Folks, let me tell you, it takes a lot more than what you're seeing to become World War III. Having said that, um, if China does what we think it might do, it could lead to that. Yes. Because it takes two major conflicts, at least, to really start, and they have to be in completely opposite edges of the Earth. And guess what? These are. Think of World War II. Last time something like this happened, Hitler started rolling around all over Europe. And then the Japanese and the Chinese started getting froggy and messing with each other, and things got a little bloody and nasty over there. So we had things in the Pacific, and, and all of us in North America and South America are going, what the fuck are you guys fighting over? And then we all get involved because now you're starting to hit us, and you're starting, okay, now, now you're messing with us. Um, that's, that's what I fear. And, and China has, has actually 
They've actually uh, decided to step up a little bit. Um, this is not... So I did see a video. Somebody shared me a video where there was like uh, 36... They said like 36 Chinese aircraft buzz over Taiwan. Well, you go back and look at that. It's It's about a year and a half old. So... It's it's old news. Don't really care. This this is this 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 is a problem. You know yes, they've got uh, because China believes they should own Taiwan and they don't recognize Taiwan's independence as its own country. Okay, that's fine. But what I'm saying is 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 um, my kids are worried. Uh, I know a lot of you guys are worried. Don't be worried. Please don't be worried. If you're in those conflict areas, uh, my heart's out to you guys, and I hope that yeah. you get through this safely uh, and unscathed. Uh, mentally, you won't be. I hate to break this to you, but this is gonna this is gonna mess you up for a little while. Um, no matter when it ends, but it will end. It will. Trust me, it will end. It will not be forever. It may feel like it's forever, but it will end. Um, and for those of you that are not in it, if you can, help your, your local, uh, in the U.S., Red Cross. Um, don't, don't go out and donate to just anything that says, hey, we're taking donations for Ukraine. Don't do that. Um, there's a lot of shady people out there that's going to take advantage of you and they will take everything you have. Um, so that's my PSA. You want to give to Ukraine, give to Ukraine through known locations. Um, yes. Yeah. I, uh, I second that the same here, Red Cross. Um, I don't know any other organization to be honest with you. Um, yeah, that's all I can say. Um, my heart goes out to all the the the, the people, because regardless of the reason, it it's not worth it. Yeah. So what I tell my kids, and you guys can tell your kids the same thing. Um, tell them that they should not worry. Um, for those of you that are not in this, and your kids are worried about what's going on, they're terrified for whatever reason. Try to reassure them, and just let them know know that they're they're loved and that uh, they're safe. Uh, and that they should not have to worry about what's going on elsewhere. There are people in this world, myself or one of them, it is our job to worry about this. And we react accordingly. Um, do what I can from my, my level of expertise and where I reside. Um, but that's, that's the best I can do. There are others out there around the world that are uh, more directly involved in um, helping. So just try to keep your family assured and safe. That's all, that's all you have to do. Yep. I'm, this stuff goes on all the time and we never hear about a lot of it. That's correct. Right. Unless you're a sucker for punishment like me and look into shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you're a sucker, but yeah. I don't know why I do it to myself, to be honest with you. I guess the reason I, the reason I do it is because it helps me grow. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. A lot of people that's, that's how they, uh, that's what they do. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of funny. Um, so did you want to get into kind of the conspiracy theory style, um, kind of new world order theory? Um, yeah, I think we can, uh, I think we can start to wrap things up and, and, uh, that'll be our, our last topic for the day. Okay. Cool. So I'll try and make it very quick so it's not drawn out, but we do have a couple things. <laughs> yeah, you've seen the tabs. Um, I've I've I I've, I've known you for years, so I've yeah. I know what your quick and and uh <laughs> your quick and brief is. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um okay, so why don't we start with So what um, I, so when uh, while you get into this uh, yep. If you can try and roll it all into and tie it into what we were talking about earlier with the money and the, um, the gold and whatnot. So you'd mentioned how that does kind yeah, of tie so, in together. So it's going to kind of tie into, um, on one side it could put, so we're going to look at it from kind of a, a, a different angle than a lot of things. Um, which ties into what's going on right now with Russia and the Ukraine. Um, and this is why I wanted to have the discussion because we, we, we know what we see on TV. We know what we can read and see in the news. Um, and this is going to put a different spin on it. And now this is all theory guys. Okay. What I'm, what I'm going to show you uh, are from credible sources. But this is a theory that I've heard that I've talked to people about. Um, me and Jeremy have had com some conversations. I think I'm going to go into a little bit more in depth than even he might think. Um, and and floor's and, yours, and it, man. What's that? Floor's yours. Have at it. Okay. So now, Russia's been hoarding gold for decades, at least a couple decades now, right? Physical gold now why is that okay the reason is is because what are you hitting him with right now sanctions yep good he still has physical gold which is still better than any printed money out there right sure. so the sanctions are going to do what stop the in him spending the incoming oil that doesn't mean he can't trade gold right and this is a theory that people are thinking now when bitcoin came out it has always been stated that there is only going to be an x amount of bitcoin why is that if there's an x amount of something it's got to be backed by something well the blockchain okay that's the decentralization of the internet and economy really because if you and this is we're going to be jumping back and forth so it it's it's going to be i have to do it this way in order to kind of tie them together just so you can see uh some of the stretches that people can go to to tie in different theories like i say some of this is my opinion and i will tell you when it's my opinion and 
most of this is just theories that I've heard. So unsubstantiated, but I'm going to show you a few different things. So <clears throat> Dan Pena, uh, I'm not sure if people know who he is. Um, let me see if I can. He has claimed uh, that Putin is the creator of Bitcoin. That who is? Nobody oh, you broke up. Oh, sorry. Um, Dan Pena has claimed that the creator of Bitcoin is actually Putin. Putin in Russia. Oh, okay. Okay. Why would that be? Well, it would be to destabilize the dollar. Right? Because right now, we have the central banking system. Right? Now, when we used to have banking, it was all independent. Right? Used to be independent banking. And then we have the, the world banking system. We have the centralized banking system. So we're, we're taking away from the people that used to own the stuff and trying to centralize it. It's the same as the internet. Right? When the internet first came out, it was just a bunch of computers linked together. We're in, we were in a time up until a few years ago where everything was becoming centralized. Facebook, Google, Amazon, right? Now with the introduction introduction of the blockchain, everything is becoming decentralized, which means it goes back to not a corporation owning something, but the person itself owning that product or service. Okay? Which is, I think, what most people would want in life. As an entrepreneur, you want to own your own products, but have that distribution. Well, when you're centralized, that doesn't happen, right? Because if you sell something, it's not, take the music industry, right? When you, when you sign contracts with the music industry, that music is no longer yours. That's true. Right? Unless you look at people like well, Tom McDonald for one, um, Mercules is another. They're very, they're independent. Um, and Tom McDonald is very wealthy for being an independent artist. Very wealthy. And he does very good. But it's the same thing. He's decentralizing. He didn't want that because he wanted to own his own product, his own, his own brand. And the theory is that well, you look at a few different theories, but one of it is he's trying to decentralize it, and that's why he doesn't like. And now this is where we're going to get into some touchy areas, okay? The reason he doesn't like, he wants to decentralize it is because of NATO and a few other things, right? Because... <clears throat> He doesn't want to be part of NATO because then he's held to the same standards as everybody else. There's certain things he's not allowed to do, right? Which you can understand. Yep. But at the same time, you think, well, wouldn't it be nice to have trade 
with everybody. Um, you know, I mean, everybody's ideal thing would be to have a world where we all get along. We can co-mingle with each other. There's no war. There's not. That will never happen. The, it, barring some miracle, sheer miracle, that'll never happen. World peace is unobtainable unless driven by an extremely strong force that is embedded not just in a, in, in a few years, but over a century or more, right? It's the only way. But then you would have to have, well, you'd have to have people in places of government. And you'd have to have people in places of worship and education and the medical field, Right? in order to be able to kind of facilitate the changes you wanted within those corporations to meet the overall picture of a sustainable kind of new world order, one world government, right? Or utopia, if you follow me. Mm -hmm. is it, if, if anything's not making sense, let me know. Because um, it's, it's... This is why it made me question things. Is because, yeah, no, I understand that. But then you look at somebody like Klaus Schwab. Okay? And the World Economic Forum. And the Great Reset. And Agenda 21. And you see all these different theories out there. Right? So, a theory is only a theory. Until they're proven. In a so in a sense. Um, yeah, that's the definition of a theory. Yes. This is sustainable development UN agenda twenty one. On face value, it looks not bad. Why wouldn't we want to have free trade, right? There's a few reasons, which we will get into. Give me one second here. So, Agenda 21. And then if we look at, uh, where are we here? Right here. This great is from reset. the World Economic Forum. It's a great reset, <clears throat> right? This is the great... You've heard, right, people talk about this. This is right on their website. And now this is countering COVID-19 shocks, fragile context. I kind of, I started, okay. I didn't get all through it because a lot of the audio is all messed up. At the very beginning where they introduced Klaus, a lot of it is broken up. You can't really understand it. So I didn't want to kind of get into what they were talking about um but this is in response with covid19 now the great reset is just that right i'm sure if people want you can go to the website read up on it definitely i suggest you do um 
listen to a few different things, what they say. Uh, I'm just going to stop sharing the screen because I'm going to see if I can. So I'm interested in in how this ties back to um, Russia moving into the Ukraine. Okay. It is the buffer zone with NATO. That is the problem. This is this is the theory that I've heard is that basically NATO is the not only the military or the, the military operations, but also the political operations, because as yep. they state on their website, not only are they military, but they are political yep. and governance. The military and governance and political sector of the New World Order. Hmm. Putin doesn't want that. Neither does China. Right? Because then China doesn't... Well, then they have to go along with everybody else. But then they lose control is what you're saying. Exactly. It's all about control. And this is is the theory. Right? Now, pandemic started in January, right? Uh, or M- March, sorry, of 2020. Yeah, March, April 2020, yeah. Now, I don't know if you'll be able to hear this or not. No? Okay. No, I think if, um, you, if you share it, we'll be able to hear it. Oh, okay. Uh, I think you have to tab share. Yeah, I'm just going to do that right now. Because that was the only way I could get that other video for you guys to hear it. Yeah. Okay. Now, this is July of 2020. Read what this says. Must prepare for an angrier world. Hmm. I don't know how it will lay out in... uh, Just let you look. Can you hear it? What we know is that we will end up with many more... It's echoing, so I can hear it through your mic, too. Particularly also people in the gray economy, which are not. Sorry, one second here. Because I apologize, guys. Accounted for. You still hear uh, it? Who lose some jobs. So we will Is it see echoing? Still echoing, yeah. Okay. Give me a second. I apologize. I do not know why. Hey, this is a downside to a live show, guys. This is the kind of stuff you're going to see. So. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Um, Welcome to a live broadcast. For those this. of you that are listening or watching uh, via uh, other means, um, I don't really edit anything. Actually, I don't edit anything. I just take a direct no. download and upload it. So You get the full okay. effect. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, let me see how we can do this then. Because we need this over here. Let's try this. A lot of angle. Um, Already now, but probably increase by the end of the year. Uh, Can you hear because it? this crisis will be with Is us still... until we really have found a remedy. So I'm assuming it's hard to understand, isn't it? Um, not too bad. No, do you want me to send you the link? If... Yeah, if you could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just that way. Just shoot it over to me. Yeah, I apologize about this, guys. I did. That's one problem. I cannot. uh, I can't test. 
All right, we're going to stop sharing that. Uh, I just sent that to you, dude. Yep, I got it. I don't know. And you may have heard it. All right, let me see if I can share it. I hope so, because it's, it's one of those ones that... know how it will play out in uh, November, but what we know is that we will end up with many more unemployed and uh, particularly also people in the grey economy, which are not counted for, uh, who lose their jobs. So we will see definitely a lot of anger um, already now, but probably increased by the end of the year, uh, because this ISIS will be with us until we really have found a remedy. So um, we have to prepare for a more angry world. And uh, how to prepare? Uh, it means to take the necessary action to create a fairer world, um, to see that uh, we provide everybody with uh, decent access to the health system, um, that we make sure that those people uh, who are really left behind, uh, and I'm not speaking only on national levels, I'm speaking also internationally. If I see now uh, the tragedy in some of the emerging countries like South Africa, like some countries in East Asia, I think it's all, uh, I, I don't have too many remedies. The, the remedies have to be discussed through dialogue by the stakeholders of our global system. So. That's a perfect place to pause that. That that statement, dialogue by the stakeholders of our global system. Now, before we go any further, dude, do you understand why I wanted to do this today? Yep. Okay. I hope everybody else that is listening to this understands why I wanted to do this. It's not that it's right. It's not that it's wrong. It is a different outtake that we've seen from, and I'm sure I'm not alone when I've seen other people talk about this. The problem is, is when you talk about this on social media or anywhere else, you're a conspiracy theorist, you're this, you're that, you're the other. That is not true in my eyes. It means you're questioning things. And there's one thing that everybody needs to realize is the truth doesn't mind being questioned. That's that true. Sink in? That is true. Okay. So this that little snippet, and that was the perfect place to stop. Now he goes into a lot more about it, but it's six minutes. So we don't want to, we don't need to do that. What that brings me to is what I was showing you earlier, dude, with. Rothschild and company. What did and he say there? He said it's going to be an angrier world. There's going to be more unemployment, right? Which means a drop in GDP, which means a drop in revenue for everybody across the board. That's how I would see that. Okay. Now here's my question. Now I wish, obviously, if you if you see in the live feed, you you're lucky enough. Um, if you check it out on Rumble, uh, you will also be able to watch our full video there and you'll be able to see the sources that I am, I'm showing you up on the screen. Uh, the next one here 
Uh, and this is kind of what made me go, huh. This here is the Rothschild and Company 2021 third quarter. I'll read that again. Third quarter. Okay. It was brought out September 9, uh, 11th. 2021 and if we scroll down they have two different so they have a global advisory and a wealth uh, an asset management they also have merchant banking on their so global can you, advisory can you explain real quick who rothschild is okay for our for our viewers and listeners that don't know who they are they're multifaceted truthfully they're there's they're investors Right. Um, now, let me just recall here. Uh, okay. Are, yeah, I, I just looked them up. So I can I can read what their website says. It's a okay. leading global financial services group with a values-driven culture. They've been in the center of the world's financial markets for over two hundred years. Yes, and that. That goes back to what I was saying, right? About the only way to truly get your one world governance, like some theories are, you need to be embedded for a yeah. very long time. Um, that ties back to the Klaus Schwab as well. Um, but we'll we'll go back to that after. This is the one that I wanted to show because. If we look at their just their global advisory, okay, their uh, record quarterly revenue of four point or four four hundred and sixty four million. Is that pounds? Uh, that no. What are those in? Looks like euros. Euros. Okay, up. This is their third quarter in twenty twenty one in a midst of a pandemic their records are up 77% okay now that's just on their global advisor i do have another one here and i will show share that right away so one thought is is that this has something to do with russia and because russia's involved in it in the entire global financial market and and having the buffer between NATO and Russia helps keep this going. Yes, okay. exactly. That's, that's one. That's your thought. Okay. Yes. I just that, making sure that I'm, I'm picking up what you're laying down. That, that, that's kind of the way it, it, it flows with that. Right. Um, you know, when I look at something like this, that shows the total group revenue. On their third quarter of 2020 was um, that 403 million pounds or whatever it's in. Euros. They're 20, euros. That's 403 in 2020. The same time in 2021 was 666.7 million. That was their third quarter. Their nine month had 
62% increase from 1.2 billion to just over 2 billion in revenue during a pandemic. Why? How? Good question. And I don't have the answer. That's that's part of the that's the question posed is how does a company like that have that much doubled during a pandemic? Damn near, sure. yeah. Damn near doubled. Damn near doubled, right? Now it's so when you look at the Rothschilds, obviously, um, where is it here? So the reason, let me go back. I apologize, guys. Live show, right? Gotta love it. <laughs> Get rid of that one. And then, oh, no. Oh, no, I got rid of a tab. Hang on. All right, there it is. Sorry about this. So I, I, I went looking because we... The reason I brought up the Rothschilds was because of... Well, they've been around for over 200 years, right? They have a lot of... Their, their, their hands are in a lot of different places within politics, within the globe, right? Um, I've seen some interviews with a few people and on the surface, it looks fine, right? Like everything. The hardest, the hardest thing to, uh, to do, hang on. Sorry, guys, I lost my spot. I was going through. Um, okay. I think this was the one. Nope. I didn't. Did I send you a link to the Young Global Leaders? Uh-uh. Uh, okay, I'm sorry, guys. I have to. Uh, I'll have to try and find it. There was an article linking. Uh, the Rothschilds, right, to the World Economic Forum, which makes sense, right? Problem is, is when you look at the World Economic Forum, and this kind of plays into actually what's happening here in Canada. Sorry to bring it here right now, um, and I'm jumping all over, but there's something going through the Senate right now called Bill S-233. And Bill C-223. Now, both of those, they're basically the same bill, are trying to introduce a digital ID. Okay. I heard about that. Well, sorry. I heard about that. Yeah. So, that it, it all ties into what I'm talking about with the New World Order. And this is this is the whole theory of why what is going on right now with Russia is they're trying to keep a push from the 
new world order. Now, this is a theory again. Remember, this is just a theory. It's not it's not even my opinion, really. This is just a culmination of what I've heard. That Putin doesn't want that. Neither does China. And that's why they've always been fighting against the U.S. and the other a lot of the other NATO countries. Because they don't want that. Whereas NATO, like I said before, the theory is that they are the government or the governance and the military sector of this new world order, which is kind of headed up by um, Klaus Schwab. And the reason I say that is... It's kind of a combination of the right there, public and private corporations, right? The international organization. It's not just in one place. They want everybody to be on the same circle. And that's what ties that to the Agenda 21 and the Great Reset. Now, there was... Let me stop that, unless you guys wanted to read that a little more. Nope, that's fine. But that's just kind of the video if they want to read it. Perfect. Um, now I gotta go over here. Okay, so I want to switch from. So you followed me from kind of why the theory is why Putin would be doing this right now with. Ties to NATO, they don't want the one world government, the one new world order, all that, okay, tied into that. Okay. Well, how do you do that? Right? You need something like the World Economic Forum to run a program, which they do, called, uh, where is it here? Where is it here? The uh, Young Global Leaders. Okay. Now, I will find the video and I will post it to Twitter uh, if if they will allow it. So you might want to... I don't know how long it'll be up there for because they like to censor a lot of shit. Yep, we'll see. Right? But it is of Klaus Schwab having a conversation and explaining how through the young global leaders, they have people across the world infiltrated. Not, I think he said infiltrated or embedded in governments, in the in, in the healthcare system, in the education system. People such as, well, Trudeau. Um, there are. Well, if you took a look, actually, let me just see here. Is I can show this to you guys real quick. So here is there the young, the form of young global leaders accelerate the impact, accelerates the impact of a diverse community of responsible leaders across borders and sectors to shape a more inclusive and sustainable future. Sounds beautiful. Sounds like a utopia, right? 
So it kind of just kind of gives you an idea of what they are, who they are. Now, if you go into their members, into their new class, you can see who's part of this, where they're from, okay, who they are, and who their alumni are. Now, this is just Africa here that I'm showing. If we go to North America, now, these are the new class. Okay. One I came across was very interesting. Now, he's not on here. We can sort this. Uh, if we go into, we'll go into the community tab. Just, I just want you guys to see this. Now, if we, if we bring this. Now, these are young global leaders, right? We go by North America and we go active. I think it's active. No. All. Oh. Where is. Sorry, guys. There's multiple pages there. Alum. The alum. Yeah, there's a there's a ton of them. There was one that caught my interest. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't know if you've seen that when I scrolled right to the bottom. No. Okay. Watch. Bottom left-hand corner. Hmm. A young global leader. There is a couple other. Now, and That's the reason I'm not, yeah, right. Hey, sorry for the people at home that are listening to this and didn't visually see it. It's Mark Zuckerberg is one of them. Um, now, if I can find it, and the reason I'm not saying the names of the people that I found is because I don't want to say a name and then not be able to show you who it is. Right, because then it's just, uh, right. Give me one second. Let me double check how to spell this name. Jesus, that's not the name. Where is it? Yeah. Okay, that is him. So. Here's another one. Isn't that like a musician? Yes. Wyclef Jean is a musician. He's also the ambassador at large of the Republic of Haiti. Hmm. Through the Young Global. Why, why is that important? Well, because like I said... Klaus Schwab has already stated that he has all these people embedded in all these different organizations throughout the world, not just in the U.S. And he has also written, he being Klaus Schwab, and this is what I was showing Jeremy just before the show, which I think he found a little, little interesting. Um, if people don't bit. know, here are 
the books that Klaus Schwab has written. Um, the Fourth Industrial Revolution, Reimagining Japan, um, the Global Competitiveness, now uh, the Asian Financial Crisis, Lessons for a, what was this one? I can't remember. Oh, for a Resilient Asia. Um, the book, yeah, I can't read, I can't read these because I can't tell you. I don't, I don't read, I don't read French. The reinstallation. I'm not sure what that is. Oh, sorry. Is my, uh, I got a funky like glare, this. don't I? Yeah, you got a funky glare. Hey, give me one sec, guys. Damn sunlight. My bad. It's beautiful out. It is. I've got my window open. It's like 60 it degrees here. Gorgeous. It was so funny yesterday. The reason I say that is because the, the, people don't trust Klaus Schwab. And I'm going to say for probably good reasons. Now, like I say, he is with the um, World Economic Forum. Now, if, and here's, here's how this all kind of ties in to a few different things. We'll take the Russia-Ukraine. Right, because I'm sure you've seen, um, maybe you haven't, some views about it from the Russian side. Other, and everybody's calling it propaganda, right? Like I don't know if you've seen it on TikTok or anything like that. I've seen a few where they'll have a video behind, and they'll say this is just Russia propaganda. Okay, I've I've heard heard about people yes. doing that, but yeah. So. And if you look at, you know, when people try to talk about the new world order and all this, everybody gets shut down. Trust me. I'm sure we're going to, we're probably going to get flagged on shit too for it, which is fine. That's fine. I'm not giving misinformation. I'm citing, as you guys can see, different sources of what I'm trying to tell you. If I can't, I'm going to find them and post them to Twitter for you. So if we look at, let me get rid of a couple things here real quick, guys. Because New World, oh, here we are. We want uh, we're going to look at a company called Fight Tech for a second. Okay. I want you to humor me. Just for one second. Now, I got to find the article. Again, I deleted the wrong freaking one. Uh, oh, here. Sorry, before I... So this is from the World Economic Forum. Okay. Very quickly, just, to, just so you guys see what it says. World Economic Forum, right here. Now is the time for the Great Reset. When? Just after the start of the pandemic. Okay. Now this, this is from the 
World Economic Forum um, agenda uh, backslash 2020 slash 06. Now is the time for the Great Reset. Okay, that's... Oh, yeah, I guess you can't see the actual... That's okay. But if you go to if you go to their forum, you'll you'll be able to pull this up yourself. And just kind of talks about, you know, what the plans are. Ish. Which is kind of weird. Now, before I kind of wrap it up here, because there's a there's a lot more that we could go into. Um, and I can I'll I'll have a chat with Jeremy after and kind of go through a few other things. But um the biggest one I wanted to show you was Byte Tech or Bit Tech. If I can find. Why does this always do this to me? Because it knows you were on a live show and. Um... Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I thought I had you. I had. Or I thought. I had everything ready. You 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 seen the amount of tabs I had open. Yep. That never fails. Oh, That's okay. Yeah. So bite bite dance. Okay. Sorry. B Y T E dance. The reason I, I, I talk about that that is because they are digital. Okay, now they're tied to the World Economic Forum. They're an investor. Okay, now the reason you won't hear a lot of the, or you'll hear a lot of it as propaganda and all this on TikTok, especially. Now, remember, this is World Economic Forum we're talking about. ByteDance is a technology, or technology company operating a range of content platforms that inform, educate, entertain and inspire people across languages, cultures, and geographics. Dedicated to building a global platform of creation and interaction, ByteDance has a portfolio of applications available in over 150 markets and 75 languages, including TikTok, Elo, Vigo Video, uh, Duyen, and... I don't even want to pronounce the other one. ByteDance is a platform aimed to help users explore and discover the world, world's creativity, knowledge, and moments that matter in everyday life while empowering everyone to become a creator directly from their smartphone. It is committed to building a safe, healthy, and positive online environment for all users. Now, doesn't that just sound like a utopia? Well, there's a lot of things that are that sound like a utopia. But yes. Yeah. No, I agree. That's it's interesting. It's very interesting, right? Like I say, it's it's just one of those things that I wanted to present a little bit of context to some of the stuff that I've I've heard, and this is why I don't believe everything, right? That's why I questioned it. When I, when I hear people talk about stuff like this, I always, I go looking, right? I've tried to find stuff that will counteract it or, you know, kind of tell me I'm full of shit when I'm looking it up. And it's, it's kind of hard. 
which kind of makes sense just looking at, well, this right here. Yeah, right. you know, I'll be, yeah. I'll be, I'm very interested to see how things pan out and how things play out in the future, yes. right? Because there's a lot of different things going on. Oh, um, I think there's, there's the, the money thing. I think there's, there's the, the piece of um, uh, ideas of, well, they're just, you know, just a madman is why he's doing this. Um, there's, yep. There's many different avenues you can, and this is just one of those. This is, that's exactly it. And you know what? It wouldn't surprise me if he is just fucking nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Not at all. So the final point that I want to touch on, uh, yes. and I mentioned it earlier. So we talked about, um, when I was talking about how the, uh, you're not as strong as you think you are type of mentality. Yes. There's a reason I'm saying it like that. So there was, a, I read a report and I can't find it for the life of me. I searched and searched before a while um, and I couldn't find it. But there was a report that the Ukrainian Air Force had actually flown into um, Russian airspace um, and their surface to air missile systems couldn't do anything about it. Um, so first of all, that tells me that, um, his tactic of moving in and trying to isolate and stop the country and, and hit all these prime targets failed because, and here, and here's, here's the, the tactical strategic mind of mine based on my military experience, which active duty was not a lot, but doesn't matter. Um, the, the the piece that is important here is the fact that Ukraine still has Air Force flying around. When the United States and its allies rolled into Iraq, there was not an airplane in the air, not a helicopter in the air that was not from the U.S. or its allies and the coalition forces. Everything else was decimated and grounded. Full air superiority. Period. Russia didn't do that. And when you don't do that, your chances of winning your, whatever your objective is, reduces greatly. There's so, still information going around. There's still information coming out. So the communications are still online. Um, I saw something that uh, Zach posted uh, yesterday saying that, or that he was talking about, I think it was during, um, during one of the live streams that uh, Geekin was doing, that the uh, the crypto stuff that they've been dealing with, that Ukraine have been dealing with on GitHub, and some of those pieces, all they've done is just disabled it and moved it. So the communications are still there, airplanes are still flying, people are still talking. Um, this is not as not not to not to say that it's not bad. Don't don't get me wrong but it's not as bad as it could be. 100%. Not but even close. Begs, but that begs the question then. Okay. Now, like I say, and you know me, I like to look at things from the other side too. Now, it's, and this is, this is why I love talking to you about it because 
we get to we get to look at things from strategically, right? And I, I try and look at it from the other side then too. If it was about control and taking that over, right? Taking over Ukraine, why would they leave their communications up? Why would they allow them to have the airspace travel? Why would they have exactly. not just went in and went, fuck you? Exactly. I think, now this is just a hypothetical thought. Very far out there, so unsubstantiated by any stretch of the imagination. I wish I could prove it. Fortunately, I can't. But like I say, it's a theory. Um, smarter than we think he is. This was a strategic move for him. It was, and it may have just may have been just to get his hands back on Chernobyl. Absolutely. Because you notice that's the only thing that he has taken and no that, one and has tried to take back. it back. No. And the but, water. Well, and the water. Right? And the water to Crimea. But yeah. I I think uh, I think we need to expand our vision on it. That, not, not that that's what's happened, but to me it would stand to reason, like I say, I'm a civilian. But strategically, if he wanted that region back, it would have been over in two days. Why is he? Mm, why is he? Why was he dragging know. his ass? Well, I still not think I, over. Yeah, but, I still think it's more of a challenge because you got to think it is. Uh, it's a pretty decent sized country. True. True. Well, and that's the thing. They're they're not in the west right now, are they? Not that I've seen. No, no they're south and on the east. Yes. Well, north and on the east. Well, north, north and the east. Sorry, because it came right? in through Belarus and uh, yes, and Russia. Well, yeah, and and that that that's a whole thing. Why why only that sector, that area? Yeah, and they've right? only pushed in so far. They can only, and it's like, yeah. Mm. Well, there was, and reports. Was I saw a report. I read it somewhere that he's only he's only um, dedicated fifty percent of his forces to do this. Oh, I don't even think it's 50%, man. Cause he's, he's got what over, well, he's got two, what roughly 2 million active military and like 2 million sitting on standby. I'm not sure. I, I don't know it, the exact it, numbers. It's, it's, it's pretty fucking big. Yeah. I know it's big. Right. But like the, the second largest military in the world. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, and I've seen a ton of videos from Ukraine with Ukrainian soldiers and Russian soldiers kind of, you know, Russians are kind of laying down their hand, their shit going, listen, we don't want this fucking fight either. Yeah. Right. Because I think it's unnecessary, but I think that ties back to, there could be a lot more at play than what we're being told. Yeah, it could be, but I mean, honestly, only time will tell. That's exactly it. So, but that's, you know, we have to wait and see. Yep, we do. It's like so, everything. The only thing we can do is sit and talk about it. Yep. So my final thought is um, for today, and we're going to wrap it up. We've been going. We went a little yes. long today, uh, which is fine. Uh, but my final thought today is um, um, my um, my heart goes out to all those folks over there. I said this earlier in the broadcast. Yes. Um, you guys um, try and take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. Because in the end, no one else will. Um, 
And uh, for those of you that aren't in the conflict, um, do what you can to uh, to support them. Uh, try to throw some support toward their way, whether it's physically being there for something or financially or whatever you can do. Um, and if you can't do anything, don't don't feel bad about it. That's fine. So and um, Brent, I know you've got your yeah. I've got you've got your standard spiel that you uh, outro with. Hey, and I'll, listen, it's, sir, it's you finish it up. Like I always say, respect goes a long way. Open. Oh, my heart goes out to the people right now, not just of the Ukraine, but of Russia and, and the surrounding area, because everybody's going through that shit. Okay. It's easy for us to sit here and criticize and speculate because, well, we're sitting here. We don't have that fear. Um, Respect everybody. And remember, it's not the people. It's the governments that the fucking problem is with, not the people. They're the, they're, it's the, they're the consequence, right? Three things, as always, just to finish up, like I say, respect everybody. And the three R's, receive, reflect, respond. Stop missing out on the reflect. And a lot of the time, trust me, that reflection is gonna hurt, but it's worth it. You'll grow. Um, until next time, guys, next Sunday, uh, I'm good. Again, with the freaking beautiful sun coming through, sorry. Um, yeah, anything else? I think we're good to go. Yeah. Everyone have a great week. Thanks for hanging yeah. out with us. And uh, we'll see you all next week. Have a great day, guys. Bye-bye, everybody. See ya.